The information discussed on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content is for general informational purposes only. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, get you to feel, and who knows, maybe even get you to act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights from the fantastic guests I bring you each and every week to the show. This week, once again, is no exception. I've got an amazing guest today who is a medical intuitive who works with a collective of guides, and she creates intuitive soul paintings that are watercolor paintings, and the only information she needs from a client is the name and the age, and then she will Get guidance to create this painting, a watercolor painting, and then go through it with you because it's of you. And she has done that for me. Her name is Katie Beecher. She's been on Goop with Gwyneth Paltrow. She's been all over the media, and she's very well known, and she's very talented and very nice also. And I think she's really going to help us here on Guys Guys Radio today. So I can't wait for that interview because uh, one of the things is she did a, a intuitive soul painting for me. And we're going to review that today so you get a taste and a sense as to how Katie works. And again, it's something new to learn. I mean, who thinks about intuitive soul paintings done in watercolor? You know, we're all so busy with everything else that uh, we don't have many times, we don't find the time to do some of these things to work on ourselves. But it is so important because what's going on out there? Well, it seems like every week that I speak to you, the screws keep getting tighter and tighter on people. And when is the breaking point? You've got the stock market down, down, down. You've got gas prices up, up, up. You've got inflation up, up, up. You've got mortgage rates up, up, up. You've got salaries that are flat. You've got this pandemic still floating around in and out and all the information people don't know which way to turn. Their heads are spinning trying to figure this all out. And then you've got the conflict in uh, Ukraine, which seems like, what the heck is going on there? Why is Russia in there? What is behind this whole thing? And it just seems like in today's day and age, was really invading a country war? Is this something that we, at this point in time, have on the table? It just seems, just doesn't work. But there seems to be so much going on that I don't think we know about that's behind the scenes. And so the best advice that I've been given and that I can share with you is during these times, a couple of things. One, try not to consume too much of the news. You want to know what's going on, of course, but that's it because I can just physically feel myself getting tightened up and queasy <laughs> if I watch the local news or whatever, even for 20 minutes or a half hour because it's just all bummer stuff. So be careful with what you consume, and that includes the media and the news. Also, this is the time to go inside and work on yourself. You're not going to be able to solve all the problems in the world that are out there, but you can work on yourself. You start working on yourself, you're going to affect 
other people in a positive way. So work on yourself. I've written uh, on my website like 300 blog posts plus about life, love, the pursuit of happiness. And one of the ones I've done, and I've done it a few times, is about how to save money. And I want to just review just a couple of points from it today because this is a time where people are really in over their heads with debt and with not knowing what to spend money on. You've got the gas prices that are keep going up, savings that are keep going down. People are making decisions like, do I fill up my tank or do I go out to eat? So a couple of ways that I came up with that I want to share with you in terms of ways you can definitely save some money. It's going to take a little bit of discipline, but it's not the end of the world and you can do it. And I assure you, you'll have some more change and some more bills in your pocket if you take this to heart. So let's go through them real quick. So number one, coffee. We all love to get revved up at the beginning of the day. It's a morning ritual. And who doesn't like to go to one of the designer coffee shops and just you smell that great aroma and there are people milling around and you can socialize a little bit and then you get your coffee and you walk around with it on your way to the office or whatever. It's great. But you know what? Maybe it's a luxury. You're spending like five to 10 bucks every morning on that, depending on what you get. If you just get a regular coffee, it's probably between three and four bucks. Otherwise, you're spending probably at least five bucks. And then if you get a little something to eat to go along with that coffee, you're up in the $10 range. That's before you even got to the office. So that's number one. You might want to buy some organic coffee, grind it up at home, make your own coffee. I personally, I go to Costco, I buy their cold brewed coffee in cans. It's not organic, unfortunately, but it tastes really good. And you get a 12 pack for about, I think it's about like $15, $16. And if over time, if you add that up, instead of spending six bucks every morning, I'm spending like $1.50. So over time, that's going to add up and you have some extra bucks in your pocket. Same goes with lunch. If you're going to the office, you go out to lunch to get something to eat, you're looking at between 10 and 20 bucks every day, five days a week, 10 and 20 bucks. You could be up to like $200 just on lunches, depending on where you go. Let's say a hundred bucks is a it's probably the range you're in, somewhere in the $100 range based on you get a sandwich or whatever and our salad and then something to drink, blah, blah, blah. And then it's five days a week of that adds up. Maybe consider bringing your lunch with you. Make some lunch at home, put it in a bag. Is it sexy? No, but you go out to a park, you sit there and you enjoy your lunch, maybe with one of your buddies and workmates. And uh, before you know it, you're back at the office anyhow, and half the time, you can't even get out there for lunch anyhow, so you're ordering in or whatever. Bring your lunch with you. You got it. You'll save money each and every week for sure. Same goes for when you go out after work. You want to go out and meet your buds for some drinks? Well, maybe, maybe if it's the weekend before you head out, you have a glass of wine. If you do drink alcohol or even if it's non-alcoholic wine or beer or whatever, have a drink or so at home. And I'm not saying step in the car, but if you're going to walk someplace or take an Uber or whatever, drink a little bit at home before you go out as an alternative to just hitting up at the bar and you're already bang, 10 bucks a drink minimum. And it adds up over time. If you're out with your friends watching a game or whatever, that can really add up. So those are three tips that you can incorporate right now each and every day and you'll save money for real. So 
Guys Guys Radio, let's get with my special guest right now. We've got Katie Beecher. We're going to talk about intuitive healing, working with chakras, and the soul paintings that she does. I think you're really going to enjoy it, so let's get to it right now. Okay, today we're going to talk about medical and emotional intuitive readings with one of the world's foremost experts in the field, Katie Beecher, MSLPC, is a licensed professional counselor in medical and emotional intuitive. She's got over 30 years experience. Her unique way of working with clients includes creating detailed individual physical, emotional, and spiritual report with an intuitive painting using only the name and age. It's an amazing work that she does. She also utilizes Jungian psychology in her sessions, which she initially learned during her recovery from her own issues, a severe eating disorder and depression. She's been recovered for over 30 years and working with people and really helping so many people around the world. A reading with Katie typically involves around chakra imbalances, and we're going to talk about chakras today, and results in symptoms. Before a reading, Katie emails over an eerily accurate document and painting which illustrates exactly what's going on with your body and then talks you through what she finds with concrete steps and next steps, including what vitamins to take, supplements, and any tests that you might want to get from your doctor. She's been featured all over the media and particularly Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop, so much more. And we're going to talk about her book today. It's a beautiful book called Healing from Within, A Guide to Intuitive Wellness, which has all the information about the work she does, her own personal story, and how you can actually kind of work on yourself and even do an intuitive painting. So welcome to Guys Guys Radio, Katie Beecher. I'm so happy that you're here with us today. Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, my pleasure. So as a way of introduction, can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, your own personal story and your journey and what led you to become a medical emotional intuitive? Sure. So like a lot of people who do similar work, um, I've always felt like I could communicate with the other side. I've always been very empathic, able to pick up other people's energies and really sensitive. And when you're a kid and you're picking up um, personalities from the other side, from, you know, that you can't see necessarily, it's really terrifying. So I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't have a lot of people to talk to about it. And as a result of bullying and a dysfunctional family, I developed a pretty severe eating disorder like you talked about. Well, that was one of the best things that ever could have happened to me because when I was 16, um, without telling my parents, I called our pediatrician and told them what I was doing. And I had a car and a job and I just went to therapy. My parents didn't come. And I started working really hard on myself and happened to work with a therapist who was very spiritually minded. So this person really encouraged my weird little abilities, um, helped me understand them, helped me use them, helped me connect to my intuition, and lots of other things. Um, a lot of those same techniques I teach in my book and to my clients. And that sort of set me on the road to knowing that I wanted to be a therapist and intuitive and use my abilities to help people. It's an amazing, amazing story. Um, I've, I've interviewed lots of folks and with some similar intuitive abilities on the show, and it seems like a lot of them, um, 
they found out about um, their gift, if you will, as a child, and they kind of pushed it away. And then years later, it came back in full force. Was that kind of the uh, sequence for yourself, Katie? I know that I definitely pushed it away because I was fearful of it. Um, and I felt like I was picking up a lot of negative energy and negative spirits. So I didn't want anything to do with it. And once I learned I didn't have to be afraid of it and that it was actually teaching me things like the eating disorder was a really good thing. And I learned to befriend it and talk to it um, using my intuitive psychic abilities. And it has just kept growing over time the more I practice and use it. Now, as a medical intuitive, how does your gift differ from other folks who are like psychics or intuitives? Sure. And, and how did you realize that your special gift, gift is focused on uh, helping people's well-being and their, their health and their welfare? That's a really great question. So my approach is very holistic. So it's body, mind, and spirit. So it's really the entire person. Um, we, you know, I did a little mini reading on you and you saw a little bit of the, the things I do. And it really does get into trying to focus on people's strengths, but also all of the possible root causes for things that are going on in their lives. And because of maybe my therapy background, you know, I'm a licensed counselor, I really wanted to keep it kind of as non-woo-woo as possible. So be as factual as I can. Um, we're not allowed to diagnose and that's also unethical. So that's not something I do, but I will identify different symptoms and help people find all kinds of solutions, whether it's physical, emotional, or spiritual. Um, I work with other health practitioners, you know, refer to other people. And so I think the way that I think about psychics is it's more like predicting the future kind of stuff. And while I, while I can help guide people in their future life for sure, it's, I really try to be more, um, more objective about it, if you will, as objective as you can be talking to guides and dead people. Um, but I try to give, you know, real, real life solutions that they can use today and tools moving forward, um, as well as helping them tap into their own intuition. You know, I don't want anybody dependent on me or substituting my intuition for theirs. You know, it's really, I, I, my guides are, you know, incredibly right and everything, but if I'm really doing people a service, I'm helping them strengthen their abilities and find self-love. I've got so many questions. My special guest, I'm sorry, uh, Katie Beecher. We're going to talk about Heal From Within, a guidebook to intuitive wellness. You mentioned your guides. Who actually are your guides? Is it a collective? Uh, are they light workers? Or who, who actually are they, in your opinion? Another, you're asking such great questions. Okay. So as far as I know, um, I don't know any of their names. I do know that my grandmother and grandfather on my mom's side and my mom are among them. When I see my guides, if you will, if I'm meditating or talking to them, some of what I see is this kind of a half table, like a half circle. And the front people are a Native American male um, chief of some sort. 
and two females. And then there's lines and lines of rows and rows, if you will, of people, angels, spirits, whatever behind them that I don't see. I've not seen their faces. Um, I don't, you know, a lot of people ask me like, how do you get to know them? Do you need to know their names? Do you need to, you know what I mean? And, and I don't really feel like it's important. It's more the information that I get and knowing that I have a team all the time to, and as does everyone, I'm not special. We all do. Um, to help me make decisions and send me love and guidance and keep me safe. And so many of us are walking around not feeling safe and feeling like we have to hold on to every bit of control and we can't ever let go and trust that things will be okay. Do do you find, Katie, that um, this is a gift that you can kind of turn on and off? Like when you go to the supermarket, you go to Whole Foods or whatever, you see somebody and you're like, oh no, that guy's got cancer or or whatever. (laughs) I have learned that I've had to. Um, for my own emotional and physical well-being, um, as as well as you know, not crossing into boundaries that I don't really like stepping into people's energy if they don't give me permission. I feel like that's invasive. And while I pick up things from people all the time, and I get feelings about people, and you know, if somebody's not a good person, that flashes at me very quickly. But I've learned that I have to kind of allow the energy and the information to come in. And then I also have to be able to like, okay, I'm done with my readings for that day, or I'm done with my things. And now I need to get back into myself. Um, or it's very, very overwhelming and exhausting. Do you, uh, do anything to, uh, protect yourself, uh, you know, God's divine white light or protection or any type of kind of bubble of protection, or do you talk to your own, um, personal, uh, Keeper to the threshold or guardian angel, however you would refer to it, um, as part of uh, your team uh, in working with the other guides in the collective? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And yes. Um, Use a lot of, you know, white light stuff, um, talking to my guides. What I learned during my recovery was something that it's one of the most important things I've ever learned. And that is once you know your, that energy is there, that love you know, it could be God, it could be whatever. Once you know it's there, it doesn't go away. It's always with you. You don't have to ask for it. You know, you don't have to worry about other people invading that space. Like, I don't feel like I can be attacked or anything like that. I used to, I big time used to, but I don't believe that anymore. And I really believe that as long as your head is in the right space, like you're a loving, good person and and all that doing your best, um, then we're all protected and safe and you don't have to do anything extraordinary for that to happen. A lot of it seems to be, and we're just having a conversation here on guys, guys radio about Katie's wonderful work. And it seems like, and some of the things I've picked up over time is that a lot of us get kind of anchored by the past and we carry things with us and what we, and it, and it gets in the way of our, being in the now and being able to tap into things, the possibilities. Instead, we live this, if I do this, I get that. And it's, it's a lot, we, it seems like people make life a lot harder than it needs to be. Of course, a lot of people have a lot of issues and there's a lot of issues in the world, but, but just on a one-on-one basis, it seems like we actually make things more, worse for ourselves instead of making things easier that they can be. Not that everybody has an easy life, but 
there's more possibilities there for us if we learn how to allow. Is is that correct, Katie? Oh, gosh. I mean, I can so relate to that. And I can be my own worst enemy like everybody else. You know, I can I can see the problems in things rather than seeing what's going well. And we can all get caught up in anxiety. That's really what that is, is anxiety-based stuff, you know. We can all get caught up in that. And I have found that during some of the most difficult times in my life, when I stopped fighting and stopped trying to control it and make it go according to my agenda, and I just said, okay, this is the way it is. This is what I'm dealing with. Where do I go from here? You know, not hanging on to past crap or anything else, but just this is it. What do I need to do and take care of? What responsibility do I have to make things better? What are things I can't control, you know, um, and having to accept those and maybe instead of wanting somebody else to change or a situation to change, how do I need to change? So I think acceptance is incredibly important and incredibly freeing. What, what was the, um, how did you kind of get beyond, because I'm sure I, I want to ask some of the questions that if I was listening, <laughs> I would want to ask. And that is, yeah. how did you, how did you get over your issue? What was the trigger that got you past your, because if, you know, if, if somebody's going to put their faith in you in terms of sure. helping them, I think they need to know, well, how did you deal with your own challenge of, I guess, bulimia, right? Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Um, well, for one thing I had to, for me, whatever my bottom was, I had to hit that. And for me, that was knowing I couldn't live that way anymore and deciding I was going to take my own life if I could not get better. So it was, first of all, like feeling pain is not a bad thing. It's really motivating. So no one could have done that for me. So that was, that was one huge thing. Um, I was ready to get better. You know, that was another huge thing. And finding the right person to work with, you know, this person was very spiritual, very open to my abilities and my gifts. I felt like I could be my true self. Huge. She taught me to talk to my intuition, to talk to my symptoms, to talk to the eating disorder. Um, I honestly believe that at the core of all recovery from everything, is really connection to intuition and self-love and self-acceptance. Because if you can do that, then you know that you're worthy of healing, that you're worthy of love. I think that a lot of us get into trouble by not being our true self. And then we bury feelings. We, we don't act in a way that is caring for ourselves. You know, we work against ourselves and all that stuff. So that creates physical and emotional problems. And I mean, the bottom line is it was really hard work. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. And I've done some tough things, but the hardest part was allowing myself to love and accept myself. And that was reversing all of the crap that I had been taught, you know, as a kid. And it's a process. It wasn't, oh, one day I'm just better. And I have this all together, you know, it's like all the time I still work on self-love and acceptance and self-care. And, and it's, I don't think it's anything that you ever get perfect at, um, but it's hard work. Um, you uh, work with chakras a lot um, for the benefit of our uh, audience. What, what do people need to know about their chakras? And uh, secondly, you work from the top down. A lot of people work from the root up to the crown and you work from the crown down. So talk to us a little bit about chakras, what people need to know, 
and then your your methodology in terms of why you start at the top and work your way sure. down. So chakras are energy centers in the body. There are seven main ones starting at the top of the head, going down to basically the base of the spine. And I don't work in a way, some people balance your chakras. Some people do whatever actual like change the energy of your chakras. The way that I work with them and the way that the reason I start at the seventh, which is the top, is it helps me to pay attention to the whole person. So each chakra has to do with a certain part of the body or certain organs or things like that. And then also emotional and spiritual characteristics. So for example, the throat chakra, which is in your throat, um, it has to do with the throat and the thyroid glands and neck and shoulders and, and stuff like that physically, but then spiritually and emotionally, it has to do with self-expression. So maybe you're pushing down your feelings or maybe you're afraid to express your opinions or maybe you express yourself too much, um, you know, things like that. Maybe you are afraid to be seen and heard. Um, there's, and that can cause anxiety. And so looking at all of the chakras, I feel like I can hit everything and really take a holistic perspective. Um, why I started the seventh, the seventh is kind of an overview. Um, it's looking at the spiritual journey overall. It's looking at, you know, um, life-threatening conditions or conditions that affect the entire body. Um, I start with that as an overview. So my guides can start tuning in to like, what are these, what are this person's kind of major issues? Like, wh why did they contact me type of thing? And then I get into more specifics. Okay. You, now, let's talk about the paintings because you do these beautiful paintings. And uh, Katie was kind enough to do one of me. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, talk to us about how, uh, why paintings, how you get the inspiration to do them. And then also uh, how people can kind of do their own. I know that's a lot yeah. of stuff there. That's okay. That's okay. So um, when I start a reading, I only know a person's name and age and how to contact them. That's all I know. Preferably, the more I know about someone, the more complicated it can be because and as, as a human, I start, you know, projecting. So ideally, I just know a name and age. And I start with the report, um, draw an oracle card to get me started, fill out all of the boxes, as you saw. Um, all of those blank boxes would be filled in had you, you know, we did a full reading thing. So I do that. Um, when I'm listening to my guides, as a human, especially with words, I can interpret. Um, that is not my job. My job is not to interpret, it's to listen. So with words, I'll give you like a quick example I always use, but I was doing a reading on a 12-year-old girl and I heard tooth enamel as the human. You know, I would think she had a lot of cavities. So I just wrote tooth enamel because I know now just to write what my guides show me or tell me, or I, I see pictures, I feel things, whatever the thing is. So her mom was like, that's really weird that you said that because she has extraordinarily strong tooth enamel and has never had a cavity. Now, what that did 
is it didn't point out a problem, which is great. It's not all about problems. People contact me for tons of things having nothing to do with problems. Um, but I was showing the mom that I was tuning in to her daughter. So it was kind of a, um, an evidential type of thing. Um, when I do the paintings, I have an art background. I used to be a you know, professional watercolorist, but I really love symbolism and mythology and, um, and art as a way of communication. So when I start a painting, my guides tell me a color and then they sort of start with a, a little image for the top. Like we'll talk about yours, but you know, it starts with sort of a foggyish sort of image. And instead of listening to what it means, I just do what they tell me. And then um, while I'm doing the reading, I will listen to my guides and we interpret the colors and the positions of the arms and where the legs are and, and um, all kinds of things, you know, about that person. And it's again, physical, emotional, and spiritual. So it both reinforces what's in the report and often gives me extra information too. Now, how, how um, current do these paintings need to be? In other words, somebody has a painting done with their painting based on their lifestyle, um, maybe look completely different three years from now, or how, how, how do these change? Oh, it's just, Absolutely. yeah, I mean, it's, it's now, right? It's about the it, now. It's now. And it also does pick up past things too, um, and can pick up future things too, but it's really like, you know, maybe every week they'd be different depending on what you're dealing with in your life. Um, so yeah, they're, they're really fun in that way. Um, cause I mean, the, you know, we change in general, so the reports change also, but it's really like, okay, what's happening now and, and what do you need to address or what are your strengths, you know, right now? Here's and, the, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, you asked about how people can do them their se mm -hmm. themselves. Yes. Um, I do have workshops occasionally where I teach that. Um, but in my book, it was really important to me that I pass on what I have learned and my methods so that people can help be their own medical intuitive and learn to be authentic and find self-love and heal and all that. And I heal from within books. So I do have a, like tons and tons of tools and instructions in there about creating your own intuitive painting. It takes zero artistic ability, um, you know, making your own um, medical intuition chart, finding out where, what chakras your stuff fits into so that you can kind of put together a complete picture of yourself um, and where you want to go. When you've seen so many people, um, do you find that there's certain chakras that uh, get blocked for people more than others? It's very common to see the first, second, and third coming up with a lot of issues. I mean, we all have them everywhere, but so the first chakra is about safety and security. So if you grow up in a dysfunctional home situation or you have trauma as a child or something like that, um, it's very hard to trust the world. It's hard to feel safe. You know, it's hard to progress through that stage into the development of relationships and things, which is the second chakra. So um, a lot of people 
even if they've worked on themselves a ton, there's often still some of that first, first chakra stuff that's there, you know, like, um, and as we go through life, certain things get, get triggered. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in the first three often. Um, but we all have a combination. Like I've never had a person who just didn't have anything to work on or any strengths in a certain chakra. Like we all have stuff in our whole bodies. Now, when you uh, work with somebody, uh, you get their name, you get their age, you do the painting, you get your kind of a report. Um, So after you meet with the person and they may need some supplementation or whatever, how do you work with um, the traditional medical community or you work strictly with alternative medicine folks or how does that all work? And then how does the traditional medical community treat you? (laughs) Really depends on the person. Yeah. I have people who I have worked with for myself and others, um, you know, for decades. Um, Most of them are alternative, but if somebody, um, and I like to work with people that I'm familiar with, obviously, I don't want to just be like, oh, I just heard this name, you know? Um, So alternative people like naturopaths or integrated people or whatever tend to be more receptive but because I have that, you know, um, the therapy degree as well, um, that does help give me some credibility. So some people just in general, whether you're in the medical community or not, have absolutely no belief or faith in, you know, what I do or people like me do. And that's okay. Um, but Yes, traditionally people that I have had some contact with. And what I do is give the client their information um, to contact them. A lot of the time they will use my report as a reference, um, you know, and send that to them also. Um, And sometimes I do end up communicating with that medical professional. Um, Not always. I often will have people let me know, you know, if they had testing done or treatment or whatever, you know, let me know how that's going. Um, you know, what did they find? Did it confirm what was in my report? All that kind of thing. So it's, um, you know, I, we can't do everything by ourselves. So I really work and welcome people who are willing to, you know, be part of a team, if you will. Okay. Guys, guys, radio, my special guest, and I'm loving the conversation with Katie Beecher, MSLPC, internationally recognized medical intuitive. The book is Heal From Within, a guidebook to intuitive wellness. Now, Katie, you also, you work with pets? Uh I do. I work with animals. They're so much fun. Um, I know nothing about horses and they're my favorite animals. I mean, I like all animals, but it's really amazing. Not only how much I learn about the animal, when I work with them and talk to them, I learn so much about their human. And they often will take on some of the characteristics, emotional and physical of their human. Um, They will tell me things like they're looking out for them. They're tuned in in a way that I don't think humans can. So they tell me things that their human is working on or ways that their human is helping or hindering them. Um, You know, they tell me things about where they came from and it's, it's really, it's really cool work. It's, It's very fun. We have a cat and it seems like uh, she's at night, she's kind of on patrol and uh, she'll go scampering over here or over there and sometimes outside. And 
It's like okay, the cats. Do you think they have some type of they like the spiritual kind of security force for their uh, for their family? That little different than dogs. Yeah, um, all animals are definitely different, and I think cats. You know, obviously they're they tend to be more aloof, not necessarily. Um, but yeah, I I think that if you go back to so I'm very into symbolism. Um, and if you look up the symbolism of, of cats and even big cats, it talks a lot about being part of, um, you know, being protective, um, especially over their young and working together as a team and, um, and, you know, watching over things. And I would have to look it up to the exact thing. Um, but I really do, you know, believe in all that symbolism stuff. Um, so it's kind of fascinating to look up. Okay. The origin. All right. Yeah. Well, it's good to know. So Katie, as I mentioned, was kind enough to uh, do a, a painting for me. So she sent me the painting and a little bit of write-up. So we're going to get into that right now. Now, I know some of the folks out there are just listening to the show, whether it's on the podcast or KCAA, but also we're on YouTube and Rumble. So we can see, we can see the uh, painting. Katie's ho- hoping, uh, holding it up now, but she'll describe it, and then we'll talk about the write-up. So Katie... Beautiful, by the way. Thank you so much. And uh, I got a good vibe when I saw it. Yay. Um, All of the paintings I do are different. Some are of human figures, some are animals, some are plants, some are, so they're all totally different. Um, In yours, I started with, there's kind of a fuzzy area on the top and it's kind of a cloud of red and yellow. Um, And I'm going to put it here and then I can move it again. Um, So Red is about, it's red can be about anxiety. Um, It can be about passion. Um, It can be, so if you think of things that are red, a stop sign is red. You know, it can be about needing to stop. Um, It can be about intense love. And significantly, it's combined with another color here, which is yellow. So yellow is about being intuitive having inner joy, being generous, and being a spiritual teacher. So um, the yellow is very strong. And what I got from this is you are a spiritual teacher in a lot of different ways, um, especially the radio show, right? So that red there to me is your love and intensity of the work that you do and wanting to share this important information with people. Um. There are two purple arrows coming into that yellow and red cloud. And purple is about being spiritual and connecting with spirit and intuition. So this was you being sent intuitive information and guidance from the other side. That's those arrows. Now, when I went down into your head, which is also in red, an interesting thing happened. I like working with watercolor because it has a mind of its own. And when the red combined with the yellow, it created orange. There's a lot of orange on your painting. Orange is about being courageous and independent and adventurous. So um, you'll have to let me know if that applies, but <laughs> that's what, that's what this is showing. And You have, there's a purple dot on your forehead. That is your third eye. And and it's a pretty strong dot there. So I feel like you have a pretty good sense of intuition and 
reading people um, and things like that. And then, the, so the red in your head, red is about, in this case, I think there's some anxiety because you really want to do a good job of what you do. And so it's a little bit of, can be hard on yourself, a little perfectionism, which isn't necessarily a bad thing if you used it correctly. Or yeah, just use it. Okay, so your neck. Um, your neck is magenta. Magenta is about being your true authentic self, being creative, not caring what people think, you doing you. Significantly, it's in your neck, which is the fifth chakra. And as I talked about, that, that chakra is about expression. So what, you're, what my guides are saying in this case is the most important thing when you express yourself is to just be yourself. You don't have to second guess it. You don't have to worry. Just you be you. And doing that just creates more authenticity, which is the magenta lines coming off. Um, also coming off of those magenta lines on the sides of your neck are green lines. And there's other green here too, but green is about a new life and a new start and growth. So the more you're yourself, the more you grow. Um, you're, you have very broad shoulders in this picture. Your arms, there's very, very long arms, and then they kind of come down at your sides. So when I get someone with really broad shoulders, um, that's somebody who kind of has the weight of the world on their shoulders a little bit, you know, a lot of responsibility, thoughts. Um, but orange, as I said, is about being courageous and adventurous and independent. So yeah, those responsibilities are there. Yeah, you know, um, it's hard sometimes, but you have the strength and the courage to deal with everything that you are doing now and have always done. You know, that it's giving yourself that, that credit. Um, blue is about being empathic and sensitive. So you're a very sensitive person. You know, you're very good at picking up other people's feelings and it bothers you if somebody's in pain or if you're hurt, if you hurt their feelings or, you know, you do think about what you want to say before you say it. And so that's in your heart. And it also goes down to kind of where the gut area is. And there's a squiggly blue line in the gut. That is your ability to pick up your own and other people's feelings in your gut. So you may have gut symptoms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the um, Let's see. Okay. So going down um, underneath the gut is a rectangular box. Hold, area. It, a, hold it a little higher. Oh, sorry. There, there we go. go. That's good. Okay. Um, the, there's a rectangular box here that has a little opening. Um, that's your first and second chakras. So it's family, um, upbringing, um, safety, security, relationships, career, all that kind of stuff. Um, and sex organs, hips. Um, lower back all again. So to me, my guys were kind of focusing me in on that. And that box to me was a sign of like stiffness um, and some rigidity sometimes, um, the need for control sometimes, especially with your own career and your own life. Again, not a bad thing. Um, and then the red lines, red dots on the side that I will call your hips it's just, again, signifying some tightness, maybe some lower back stuff, um, SI joint stuff, um, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and to me, that the fact that it's boxed in 
um, is somewhere where you may want to address some of your energy and healing and self-love. So send love to that area um, and maybe let go of any old stuff that's hanging out, um, stretching to as far as the movement. But there's magenta squiggly in that red box. So to me, it's like what you need to do to heal that area is just be you. Just don't worry about what other people are doing or saying, or, you know, especially like family stuff or whatever. It's just you do you. Um, then at the bottom, your legs are green. So legs are about moving forward in life. And it's showing you moving forward, um, doing the new things you want to do, you know, with growth and spring and new stuff happening all the time. And then on the sides of your legs are purple. So it's showing you that that spirit is guiding you moving forward. So that's great. So trust your intuition to move forward. Um, there's a little bit of red. I, I guess it's kind of in the knee area. I don't know if there's anything that goes on with your, with your knees. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so those are your, your little knees there. And then on the bottom is more purple and green. And that's saying the more that you can be present um, and grounded and not thinking about the past or the future, the more connection to spirit you'll have and the more you'll be able to move forward. Fantastic. So as Katie Beecher, uh, the beautiful painting that she just did for me. Now, what for, for those uh, out there who can't see it, what's the dimensions of the paintings you usually do? Um, it's around like uh, eight and a half by 11 ish, nine by 12, I think. Watercolor on watercolor. Well, I can tell you, first of all, thank you so much. And it's a beautiful painting and Katie's kind enough. She's going to send it to me. So I definitely want to keep that and probably put it in a little frame, put it up somewhere. Um, but you are correct because I had, uh, I pulled my hip over uh, the holidays and it's still slowly but surely healing, but I'm a runner and I haven't been able to really feel comfortable to go out and run since then. So I've been just long walks and really taking my time with it. But my left hip has been, uh, problem area i was running around with my son and i it just went it, it made i was bedridden for about three days it just exploded on me oh and God. i didn't want to have any replacement or anything like that so i did had some acupuncture done etc but it's been an area i've had to address this year and then with the knees i had a little uh last time i ran a marathon i had some meniscus issues in my left knee so that's accurate and i think all the other stuff is very accurate because I had, uh, had another guest on uh, a few weeks ago when uh, they had their collective did a reading on me, and it was basically uh, almost identical to what you wrote to me about being authentic and uh, being on the right path and trusting and being in the now, always in the now and not worrying about other people, but, you know, and in, and in, in the past and basically acknowledging the past is everything that's brought you to now, but what's important is now. So when things come up, the, the buts in our life that comes up where we tell ourselves, but, you know, the, exactly. the limitations, you acknowledge it and say, thank you. Thank you for being there. I get it. Now you can just stay over there because I'm going this way. And so exactly. it's cooperated perfectly. So amazing awesome. work by Katie Beecher. Um, so I I'm wanted, so appreciative. I want to share with you too. I saw some pain going down your leg or legs. Mm -hmm. Um and they're saying to look into doing some gentle um, SI joint stretching, if that's something that is okay, okay. for you to do. Okay. 
I'm so appreciative of you being on the show. The work you did work with me. Uh, Katie also does a write-up with the with the painting. And this was just what we shared with you today, just a kind of a mini version of what she does. It's kind of just the top layer. I want to get a sample for everybody out there. And I'm very, uh, it's, it seems like the sky's the limit, which is a really good thing. So our goal is to keep growing the show and the audience, and it is growing like quantumly now, which is great. great. We want to do more and more good work for, for people and have more and more guests like Katie on, and hopefully she'll come back. So the name of the book is Healing From Within, a guidebook to intuitive wellness. Katie Beecher, internationally recognized medical intuitive. And thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio. And please tell everybody where they can learn more about you and kind of work with you. Definitely. So my website is katiebeecher.com and it's K-A-T-I-E-B-E-E-C-H-E-R.com. So my website, um, I have you know, on Instagram and Facebook and all the places you're supposed to be these days. Um, but my website's a great place to start. So Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Katie, for being on Guys right. Guys Radio. Hope to see you again. What a wonderful conversation with a really terrific person, Katie Beecher. I so enjoyed connecting with her. I feel like I've known her for a long time, even though we just met and we had a terrific uh, discussion about uh, taking charge of our own health as best we can, about how she works with her guides and how she produces these wonderful, beautiful uh, intuitive soul paintings and how we can create them. Also, uh, her book, again, Heal From Within, a guidebook to intuitive wellness. And really, what we learned is how to get in touch with ourselves from the inside out to manage our wellness journey as best we can. And there's a lot of things we can do if we understand how the energy centers, the chakras work, we understand how to kind of get in touch with the various organs and glands in our body and kind of know how to talk to our body, communicate with it so we can figure out what's going on. And the body wants to give us information to let us know when there's something wrong so we can address it. Because you know what happens is if you don't do the maintenance you end up doing the repairs. We're, you know, we're just kind of like cars where you don't take your, care of your car, you're going to end up in the shop at some point. It's going to cost you. The same thing with your body. If you don't take care of it, you're going to be in the physician's office and you, know, you should be doing checkups and everything all, you know, regular, regularly anyhow. But if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to end up having some work done. And that's usually not a lot of fun. And the only person who has to be in charge of ourselves is us because invariably when you go in they're going to fix you up but you have to be the one managing the day-to-day because unless you work with a nutritionist or you read a lot of books on health and well-being you know your, your physicians uh they have so much to do and a lot of them are specialized in specific areas that they're going to fix what's bothering you they're they're not going to be your guides in terms of what to do each and every day they may tell you hey you know don't smoke or the obvious stuff but they're not going to be able to get into uh, you know, how, how to make a lot of different choices on a day-to-day basis. You have to take charge of your health and well-being as best you can. Hey, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on the radio, but I do know that it's important to get in touch with ourselves and really listen to our bodies and, and maintain, do the maintenance, take care, get into positive routines, make the right choices in terms of what we consume. The Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific time on KCAA Radio in Southern California, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. 
The podcast, my YouTube and new Rumble station uh, post worldwide every Thursday. So there's no excuse not for you to be able to listen live, stream, download, watch, hear Guys Guys Radio or Guys Guys TV. And if you enjoy the content and the guests I bring you each and every week, please support the show by subscribing to the new YouTube channel or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I really appreciate that. And we're doing this and, you know, it's not costing you anything but a little bit of time to get all this information that we're sharing with you from these thought leaders from so many different areas in our world. So thank you so much for your support. You can also get over 300 free blog posts, everything about life, love, the pursuit of happiness on my website, robertmanni.com. You can also download on my website three free chapters of my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. It's a romantic comedy about two guys in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in New York City, the home of advertising. And it's a fast, frothy, fun rom-com romp summer read that I think you really enjoy. You get the three free chapters. You can read the reviews on Amazon, five stars across the board. I think you'll have a lot of fun with it. And it is the foundation for all things we do. Guys, guys, we're here to help men and women live their best lives and have a lot of fun. So that's what we're all about. So thank you so much for your support. I want to thank all my guests. I've interviewed, geez, well over 600 guests. So we've gotten so much information. I've got an education. If you've been with me along the journey, you've got a lot of new information. And you can make your determinations to what works for you and what doesn't. I don't expect you to do everything that the 600 people I've interviewed have suggested, but you can pick and choose and fold it into your day-to-day uh, life. And it can, it can help for sure. I know I've done that, and I'm getting better and better and better. And I say that in a humble way because I'm so appreciative of all the knowledge that these folks have, in, have imparted to me and uh, the audience and all of us together. So thank you, guests. Thank you, Chris, my wonderful producer. And most of all, thank you, my wonderful audience. We keep growing and growing and growing. In fact, we've tripled our audience this year in 2022. So that's a wonderful thing. Got a long way to go. We're going to keep expanding and growing and growing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next week, we're going to see you again. And like I always like to say... Guys, guys, finish first. Guy Radio.